Good morning, everyone. This is Good Medicine is Cheaper Medicine, and uh, I'm Shelley Wrench with Gabriel Cancer Center, along with Nash Gabriel of Gabriel Cancer Center. Uh, and as everyone knows, we are always talking about innovative ways to have um, lower cost healthcare and um, high quality. Today we have a guest, Dale Bellis with Liberty HealthShare, and he is the founder of uh, Liberty HealthShare, which is a cost-sharing organization for healthcare. And we want to discuss some of the innovative ideas that the two of us have are working on together. Dale. Good morning. Thank you, my friend. It's a pleasure to be with you. Um, pleasure to be with you too. I, I really thank you for 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 being here. Um, as you know, the whole the our whole philosophy is uh, if you lower healthcare cost, you actually provide better care, and more importantly, I have no doubt in my mind. I think you believe that too. That access is inversely proportional to the cost, <clears throat> meaning. The higher is the cost of healthcare delivery, the more compromised is the access. And I'm mentioning this today because we're talking about something unique that us and you have been working on um, and uh, on the on program, <clears throat> um, and that program is becoming more important. In fact, your business, which is the healthcare, uh, which is the Liberty Health Share, right? Correct. Uh, it's more important now since uh, the Affordable Care Act is uh, kind of stumbling now in deep <laughs> mud, <laughs> right? Which means, I, I, you know, I, you and I always agree that right. <laughs> that solutions come from the bottom up. Oh, I couldn't agree more. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So, without spending too much time, then you talking. Um, I will just give give us give the, the the listeners a brief presentation or brief description of. What is Liberty Health? What's Liberty Health Yeah, we are a nationwide nonprofit association of men, women, families who gather around a very simple concept, and that's paying each other's medical bills. And we do that through a methodology where, literally, through technology online, uh, my money is being directed to another person who has medical bills. And we can message them through our technology uh, with cheer or encouragement or prayer, whatever the case may be. But it's just a, a nationwide uh, organization uh, of, of folks with – we don't utilize insurance. We don't use government funding. Uh, it's our own dollars going to another person to pay their bill. Just as a disclaimer, uh, Shelley, you have your insurance through Liberty – I am a participant in the Liberty Health Share. Yes, exactly. That's a better word because it's not health insurance. Because according to the ACA, Obamacare, you cannot call this health insurance. It's more health sharing. It's health sharing. We're literally sharing costs with one another. You know, we've been taught for maybe generations that the only way to meet health care costs is through insurance. And so we're here to say no. There's a whole different methodology and mindset for meeting. Uh, each other's costs, and it's through mutual aid, mutual assistance, uh, and, and so our dollars every month that we set aside go to another person. That same community is there then to help me if I have medical bills. And and but you do give people uh, <clears throat> a prediction or estimate of on how much would be their monthly. We, we shouldn't call it premium. Yeah, we call it a share amount. A share amount. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. We have a a. a uh, 
what we call a suggested share amount hadn't changed over the last three suggested, years. Suggested, so I might we join it, without paying? Uh, you will, uh, based on our, our guidelines, uh, if you don't send in your share amount, then you're no longer eligible for your bills oh, okay. to be shared. Because he said suggested. Yeah, well, uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and there's different <laughs> tiers. There's different levels. Too, yeah, and different can... levels of uh, participation. And so uh, if you send your uh, share amount, it's 199 for a single, 299 for a couple, 449 for a family of three or more. We don't count more than three. Uh, and that goes into my online secure account. We call it a share box. Uh, and through our proprietary uh, online technology is then matched to another member who has bills. So we crowdfund literally each member's medical bills every month. Uh, and then should I have bills, those same members would crowdfund my expense. And Shelley, again, go back to you because you have your health insurance or health insurance again. You have your health share through, through Liberty. I did too until last year, but I had a better option, but better reason now to switch, exactly. which is Medicare, right? Somebody pays for it. Um, what, what, what has been your experience? Um, I mean, before the listeners, they, they, they might start wondering um, how, how good is the service? Uh, what does it cover? Uh, how about pre-existing and all that stuff? You know what I like best about Liberty HealthShare is the transparency. Hmm. You know, when, when you have health insurance, you don't know when the claim is coming in, what happens with the claim. You read an EOB. Most people, you know, I, I, I'm in this business, so I know how to read an EOB, but most people do not. Right. This is on a, a layman's terms um, transparency that I can see when my claim is being handled and how it was handled and if I owe anything or not. So I, I, that's the, the best thing I like, and I like the ability to see who am I sharing with as well. And I can choose, like, if, if I want to share my health claim with somebody, I can be kept anonymous or I can let everybody see, hey, yes, yes, this is me, and please help me out. You can disclose to the degree that you feel comfortable with. Right. In fact, Shelley, it's interesting you say that because that's among the top two reasons that our members feed back to us on a regular basis uh, that they find most satisfying and fulfilling uh, with health care sharing, that their money is going to another person. It's not going to a company black hole somewhere. Uh, there's just a sense of fulfillment and reward to know that I'm investing in the life of a real, live, breathing person who has a medical bill. And at the same time, you also are taking care of yourself, that if something happens, that the other members will contribute to paying for your health. Precisely bill. so. It's reciprocal. Yes. Amazing, isn't it? So... Um, People who are listening, if they want to contemplate or think about joining uh, Liberty Health, um, what, should they, what should they do? Who should they contact? You, yeah, you best wanna... way to do it, honestly, is online. Just go to our website, libertyhealthshare.org, libertyhealthshare.org. There's a place there to ask for free information. It's called a decision guide. They can put in their email. It gets delivered electronically to their email address. Uh, they can call our toll-free number and just talk to one of our trusted advisors uh, in the contact center. Get all your questions answered. Frankly, Dr. Gabriel, this is a mindset change. It's a, it is a paradigm shift as to how medical bills get paid for in a like-minded community. We pay attention to our health. We're health conscious. We have religious and ethical values and beliefs. Uh, that really contribute to how we live our lives in a way that produce health and wholeness and wellness. 
Uh, and so consequently, our cost trajectory is a different direction of what the rest of the country is. Uh, but find out the information, libertyhealthshare.org, best place to go. And that's the, my next favorite thing about the Liberty Health Share is because the expediency and the ease of being able to sign up. I didn't have to call, you know, insurance agents and try to dig through everything. Everything was very much in order, and all I had to do was just put in my my checking account, and it just automatically comes out. So it's you so, just, you so just easy. brought up something: insurance agents. Dale, you don't have insurance agents. We do not. No. Uh, for the for the listeners. It's always, it's, if some, something is really too good, the obvious question would be, is it too good to be true? But look at number one. There is no middleman, which is the insurance company Correct. in the middle. <clears throat> when you look at the insurance companies, I don't know currently how much they, money they spend on marketing their products. I do know, though, that at one stage or another, some insurance company pay double digits in commission to the, I have a lot of friends who are right. who, who who sell health insurance right. or other insurances, and, and I know they all belong to my country club. So they have to have to be doing very well. But if you remember, Dale, not to get into the politics, but many years ago, there was a very famous lawsuit between Mercy Hospital and All Care. I do recall that. And the 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 claim was uh, the claim was that. Altcare was being a little bit more generous than normal in paying the one of the claims, in paying the agent, so that so that if the agent um, if the agent knows that he or she is getting higher percentage from Altcare, for instance, they will try to push shove Altcare into people's throat, right? Correct. At least that was one of the claims. The bottom line is you don't have a sales force. We do not. Um, in fact, I think it's even a more fundamental flaw in the comparison between the two methodologies. Because in insurance, when I send my money away to an insurance company, based upon the contract that I have with that insurance company, it's a contract of indemnity. Uh, and there's certain promises that are made from uh, the insured to the insurer. They suddenly take on the responsibility for the care of my health. I think that's a huge flaw. <laughs> when somebody else assumes the responsibility through managed care, through rules, through intermediaries, through metacrats throughout the organization, they're making choices and decisions on what's best for me. That's flawed. It is Number, flawed, especially that they have, they have financial incentive yes. to not care for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. It's a third-party pay. It's their pocketbook that out of their business interests are protecting as opposed to me in Liberty HealthShare. I'm a self-pay patient. I make my choices and decisions for what's in my best health interests. Uh, and I'm in in concert with my doctor and, and trusted advisors making those choices and decisions. There's no intermediaries that I have to turn to to get permission for a particular cost or procedure. We have guidelines. Uh, we give input to our members. We have an advisory that they can check with to see, especially in providing complex care, uh, to have some sort of input 
uh, from an advocate as to the advisability of a procedure and what its outcomes can be. We have all of those resources available to our members, but it's the individual patient, the customer, as it were, who's making those choices, not a third-party payer. You know, it goes to the bottom line, which is uh, personal responsibility. Yes, that people have to become responsible for their well-being, for their pocket, for their health. And you're just being a good example is sometimes we delegate the most sensitive things in our lives, including our livelihood, to outside entity. Back to the cost, because I want to make sure that everybody understands this. You said for a single individual is $190 a month. That's the average share. Yeah, that's correct. For a family is... It's 449 449 Any idea... Across the board in the market, what would be the equivalent if people buy through through the market? Through, well, through our the members uh, tell us it's more than fifty percent difference. Uh, that's the feedback we get from our members. So instead of one ninety, it becomes three hundred, <clears throat> right? Correct. Uh, just to do the math, if let's say in general insurance companies are paying six, seven, eight percent of their uh, premium back to the salesmen and women. So there you go, 10%. And they have the, in addition to that, they have their expenses, including, uh, we do expect insurance companies to make money, right? Uh, most of them are for a profit. Yeah, that's right. And and also, other, other, other areas, you create savings that, that makes your program even more appealing, even at a lower cost. I think it's a three-pronged approach uh, with us. Number one, uh, based upon our shared values and, we, and beliefs, we believe our bodies are temples. We, we, are, we have a moral and spiritual obligation to take care of our body. So we're health-focused. Now, now, believe me when I say we're not all healthy, <laughs> but health-conscious. Uh, that makes a huge difference. Uh, so the, the trajectory... Health-conscious people get sick less, go to the hospital fewer times, recover more quickly. Uh, and so that's a major factor. Uh, the second uh, issue is it's our money at stake. <laughs> when I'm standing at the counter or at the hospital, I'm a self-pay patient. It's not only just my share amount and my money, but also the money of my fellow members uh, that are at stake in the decisions that I make. That is a different mentality, and it impacts the choices that we all make as individual members. So we've got skin in the game. Uh, and, and third is we do access deep, deep discounts uh, in the marketplace, uh, well over 50% from what's billed to what we uh, find eligible to share. Uh, now, and so those deep discounts, health awareness and consciousness, and our own money at stake makes that difference. So, Dale, you mentioned a while ago, I think we were walking in, uh, that your membership has doubled in the last one year. Yes, it did. Uh, and, and you are nationwide, right? We're nationwide, all 50 states. All 50 states? Yes. Um, any idea why this doubling the number of enrollees, it's, it's a huge thing. Any explanation why? Does it have to do with the fact that people thought that Obamacare was on its last breath, maybe? Well, well, I think, or was limping, uh, yeah, I, at least. I, I think it's, it's a twofold. Number one, uh, an awareness that here is an opportunity for me to express my individual freedom and values in the care of my health. You just said it a moment ago. So, giving away choices about some of the most private, 
personal, individual decisions about myself and about my body uh, is a significant divergence of viewpoint. Here, we, re- we retain that control for ourselves. In insurance, I give it up to someone else. Uh, and so I think that's number one. We're exercising our freedom. That's what our, our members uh, uh, feed back to us. Uh, and secondly, because, we, because it's our money at stake, our cost direction is downward, and that catches people's attention and say, how is it possible for you all to be doing what the rest of the world can't do uh, at 50 to 80% more? And the difference is we've eliminated all of the, uh, of, of the uh, middleman, the, the red tape, the bureaucracy, all of that layer that you were just discussing, and it's back to the individual patient as the customer making those choices and decisions. You know, one thing on your website uh, that I like as well uh, is the use of generics. A lot Mm. of people don't understand where they can save so much money and medications. And your website actually runs through the reasons behind and how they can save money on their their current medications just by talking about generics. And uh, generics are a true alternative. A true alternative. And you've pointed out something, uh, Shelley, that we have currently 90,000 households. Those 90,000 households are themselves cost control gatekeepers (laughs) because when they go to access care, they're talking about their own individual dollars, and that motivates and creates a different mentality from insurance. When when it's coming from a third party's pocket, I'm insulated from the cost. I, in fact, in most cases, I don't even see a bill. I don't even know what the costs are, let alone being motivated to control costs. Actually, as a physician, uh, once in a while, <clears throat> I see patients who would say, uh, that, can you do x-ray, CAT scan, MRI? I tell them, I don't believe it's necessary. I mean, why waste money? And once in a while, you get the comment, well, somebody's paying for it anyway. So There you what, go. I, uh, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. If we... If we we're talking about healthcare costs that's going up by five six percent <coughs> compounded every year. Yeah, right? every year. And, and and we're talking here about a method where when you cut the premium by fifty percent, that is taking away the growth from. The, I mean, it's dipping the curve big time and it's taking away the growth for about ten years to come. People are struggling. Medicare, Medicare are struggling to minimize the growth in their expenditure. From six, seven to three, four, because the, the healthcare cost growth is exceeding the the growth of the GMP. And, uh, and as you're right, we, we're subject as healthcare sharing members to to you know the the inflation of medical costs. We've maintained that same share amount for the last three years. It won't stay that way forever. Uh, we'll have that kind of impact going forward, but it'll be far more modest and far more absorbable uh, than we, the kind of spikes that we've seen in the rest of the system. Charlie, could you give us uh, a little synopsis of what we have been discussing with Dale about a new program? Because, again, when you do well, you don't stop there. You try to do even better. I mean, that's the essence of success, that is of innovation, right? Sure. So give us a brief synopsis of what what we are planning to do in terms of providing more access at a lower cost. What we'd like to do, I mean, especially for our own employees, um, we want them to have the access, just as, the, just as you do for your employees, Dale. 
Um, we want to include them uh, in participating in our on-site clinic, where all health care at, done at the clinic is completely free to our employees. We'll have a medication formulary, and we'll have uh, labs that will be done at a much lower cost than anywhere else. All those will be rolled into one set price for us as GCC, as Gabriel Cancer Center, but free to the employee. We think that better access, quicker access, is going to make a healthier person. And I th- we want our employees to be healthy. And, and Shelley, of course, this is totally different from the on-site clinics that we have. Like Dale's employees, right, right. are on the – we have the on-site clinic with you, right? Yes, that's correct. So <clears throat> every month – for every hour, actually, or every month, whatever, there is a fee that you pay, right? Right. Because these are your employees. We're not talking about your enrollees. We're talking about the employees of health savings. Correct. And they have unlimited access to primary care. They can be seen 10 times a day or once a year. It's a flat fee, right? This absolutely charges my jets, Uh, Dr. Gabriel. There's a... There's a second flaw in health care, and that is it's focused on sick care, not the care of your health. <clears throat> right. And what you've innovated and put in place, and we've certainly taken advantage of, is a focus on access to care with a clinic where the focus is on health, where I, I can now access that clinic for my health advisory or as a counsel or as a coach. Uh, I'm really talking about my health because you're not motivated just to see me because I'm sick. (laughs) You're motivated to see me to maintain and improve and increase health because the problem with the current system is that their motivation is to get paid the more frequently they see you when you're ill. That's not the case here. Uh, we've broken that pattern, and that that motivates me immensely. Great point you made. Uh, the the kind of almost sick sick system we have, <laughs> a sick healthcare system we have, sick where <laughs> as a physician, I am rewarded for being inefficient because I, if I am inefficient, I spend more time with patients. I see them more often. Uh, now, sometimes that can be good if you have access to patients, but when I'm incentivized to do that uh, or to do more testing because that would generate more yes. revenues, that's really one of, the, one of the fundamental reasons why the healthcare system in America is, is kind of undermined. It's, it's becoming, I think everybody knows, even the common people know that it's a sick system now. What we're talking about here is your employees, you do, they do purchase uh, they, they do participate with the health, with, 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 with Liberty Savings, right? Correct, they do. But in addition, them and you come up with an, a number, right? They pay our Liberty Clinic yes. a fixed amount of money per month, and you do contribute to that, you meaning Liberty uh, As the employer, <clears throat> that's correct. Right. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we see them as often as they want, no restrictions, correct. right? Right. Knowing that, I, we have no incentive to see them more often, right? Right. Contrary to the 
traditional health insurance. In fact, may I suggest you're motivated to keep people healthy and see them less. I don't see them, right? <laughs> right. That is the direct, that, is, that breaks that pattern and that model uh, and moves in the direction of wellness, health, and wholeness. Uh, and so if I'm paying on a monthly basis for unlimited access uh, so that I'm using that clinic in a way to enhance my health, both of us are, you're fulfilling your calling as a physician because that's, that's your goal. It's, it's the most ethical thing you can do. Absolutely. And it's, it's really fulfilling to you and rewards the individual customer. So the plan now is what we have discussed. <clears throat> Number one, we have our employees through, uh, meaning Gabriel Cancer Center employees are part of the clinic. By the way, the clinic is manned by primary care, nurse practitioners, physicians. And we also have the model that with your employees. Now, next step we're talking about your, the Liberty Health Savings enrollees, not employees. Right. The 90,000 households. You will talk about developing now a plan, I think it's with your, with your financial people, where our, our, our members would enroll at the clinic as their direct primary care source. The literature is clear. If an individual has a primary care physician relationship, especially in the context of what we're discussing, uh, where the motivation is towards health as, a, as opposed to sickness, the literature is clear. The, 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 traje the trajectory of costs go down as a result of that. So we want to motivate our members to sign up with Liberty Clinic based upon a, a monthly access fee or a capitation fee, uh, and we'll share in that. We'll, we'll motivate them, mobilize them. We'll participate in the cost of, of that particular fee because it's a focus on health, and that's precisely uh, – that fits in precisely with our existence and our purpose. And Shelley, as a complementary thing to this is our ability – to discourage people from using brand name drugs when there is an equivalent alternative generic drug available. And you have now experience that the magnitude of the savings is in the order of what? 10, 20, 30, 40, 50%? Higher. 70, 80%. On, on the generics, yeah. So this is a message, in fact, to other employers like, like, like Dale. Other employers, they can do the same. Sign up. It's, a, it's almost like capitation, a flat fee every month. And they can have the employees like pay part of it, whatever plan they, they want. And in fact, there's additional savings. I think the plan we're working on, Dale, is even include testing. Yes. Stress tests, things that are crucial. Uh, blood counts, Labs, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. And the fact that you provide a service in terms of, you know, if, if I need an MRI, you have it available there at the cancer clinic at reduced rates. Uh, those sorts of methodologies for controlling costs are accessed on a monthly capitation basis. That is major, major. It's just amazing. We always look for the government or to the government mm. to solve our problems. But <laughs> who was the great guy who said the government is not the solution? It is the it, problem. It is the problem. Ronald Reagan. Ronald and we came up with the Liberty Clinic. Freedom to choose your health care. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Dale, again, if people want to enroll in your program, it's... Uh, LibertyHealthShare.org, LibertyHealthShare.org. Uh, I think we're about to, 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 be, to be done with this, Dale. It's been a pleasure. My honor to As be always, here. my Thank friend. You, Thank you very much for being here. Shall I? I'm sure we need to do this again and again. I think we need to follow up 
when we have the next program up because it's our duty here actually to come with innovation and yeah. methods to contain costs. Thank you for joining us. This is the uh, Good Medicine, it's cheaper medicine program. Thank you.